Good morning, afternoon or evening or whatever it is in between. My name is Jason Hyde and on this very fine St. Patrick's Day, it's bloody St. Patrick's Day we're recording this, I'm joined by the Fair City Hooligan Brent Carter. Hello. How's how's your St. Patrick's Day? You having an Irish one? Because I've done nothing. Um, I'm probably going to have a drink later out of guilt because uh, earlier in the day we took my girlfriend's dog to Beck to get his paws chopped off um, and I just I feel guilty so I need a drink to suppress the feeling. But, yeah. I mean there's maybe a right to show anything dominance that they just cut its paws off, do you know what I mean? Well, oh, you think you're the man of the house? Sorry. Right. Now you're I the told... non-binary of the house. I told him, like, she did it to me years ago so it's his turn now, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I went for I went a walk through a, a body of water today. I done some some regular human things uh, because there's like it's like see that thing where as soon as it gets above freezing temperatures in Scotland, folk whip their taps off. So I just seen a, a an, un, an unacceptable amount of just topless men I didn't need to see. And it's no the fact it's nothing to do with the, like take your tap off all you want, but stop being so much of a prick about it. <laughs> like, I get that. See, I just, I refuse to take my tap off like, anywhere, like, regardless of how hot it is. I just, nah, it doesn't even work. I know, I'm the same, man. I've got this weird thing in my back anyways that looks like there's a, a cockroach trying to eat my heart, so it's probably best that I keep that from society and, unless they think, like, some Ridley Scott alien shit's gonna burst out my chest and kill them, and they need to take me out beforehand. <laughs> See, I got a chest piece done, like, well, got started done years ago, and it was, like, the worst fucking pain I've ever been through in my life. Oh, yeah. I hate and, chest pieces. Like, five years ago, still not been back to get it. So, then I take my top off, because it's just, like, this big half-done thing across my whole chest. And I refuse to go back to get the rest of it done, because, like, I've been stabbed, I've been run over by a car, and that... That was the worst pain I've ever been in. Like, fuck anything else. I am not getting that finished. See, I was I was like that when I was getting my sleeve done. They had done, like, the bottom half. No, they'd done the top half, and then they'd done the bottom half. So all that was missing was the elbow. And they'd done the, the outer elbow, and I was like, do you know what? Folk pure made me panic about this. Like, people were... I was freaking out about this, and then I was like, this is fine. to go to the inner elbow, and, like, I had an out-of-body experience. I was like... Life's overrated anyways, I could just die and I won't need to deal with this. I don't know, like, someone recommended there's this cream you can get apparently that just fucking numbs everything. I'm not trying that until, like, I get something else done and know that it works. But I might uh, eventually get finished. Then I can maybe, like, look at getting rest in here where I'm not just where the future works. But until that time comes, I'm just gonna look like scum. That'll do. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, my whole thing has been scum anyways, so I'll get, I've not got much of a, a choice, I just need to kind of cut a bit like that, but it looks like I'm pure distracted, but it's just like there's a, there's like a, a refraction of light and it keeps like periodically getting right in the old pupil, and I'm about to break my window. But anyways, what have you been kind of doing to keep busy or lockdown? I know there's been a lot of, um, like, do you say video seminars or webinars? Because I feel like that's a really pretentious word. Uh, I, I just call it seminars, eh? Um, webinars sounds wanky. Uh, exactly, if you, if you say you've got a webinar, you're just a massive cunt. 
Alright. No, it's been a little bit of Andy's been good with that. And then... The ones that lose good sound. Alright. Good PowerPoints in there. Thank you! Do you know what? I'd love to find out who done their PowerPoints and shake him in the hand and kiss him on the cheek. Just respectfully, yeah. Um, aye, but who knows about Apart from that, I've just been like fucking working. Like, I work in a care home, eh? Mm. So, this has been. Again, this oh, like, no, I know, I can imagine. We've had folk die, we've had folk like. near like hit and miss. There's been like loads of shit. I. Uh, Friday this week, I get my second vaccination, and that's me got them both going. Does that mean that you'll get a tentacle grown on the right side after the tentacle grows on the right one for the first vaccine? Um, I don't know, it's either that or like the first one just falls off, because it counteracts. I don't know Oh, see, that makes sense as to why there's two. Yeah. Ah, no, I get that. See... I'm, I've not been, I've not got mine yet, but like it's not for, it's not for like an anti-vax point. I'm just I work from home and I am not vulnerable at all. So like they'll get to me when they get to me. I'm fine. And it's not as if I'm even looking forward to it because like after this pandemic, my life is not going to change at all. Like except for folk are going to try and start like touching me and st- oh, awful choice of words. <laughs> but like. I mean, one thing I'm looking forward to is see at wrestling shows, see that weird handshaking thing? Mm. Like, that needs to go. <laughs> I don't get it, like, it's such a weird thing. No, like, that was like one of the, that was the first thing we got taught. Like, first day, it's like, right, if you ever go anywhere, first thing you do, you shake everyone's hand, say hello to everyone. And... I'm cool with saying hello to yeah. everybody and all that, but like, see when like, it becomes such a, like, an expectation, it just becomes a queue of people waiting for their one second to like, Say hello to whoever the import is at the show. Half the time, like they're trying to do something as well, and you're going up to them to say hello, and it's like cutting them off, whatever they're trying to do, and they just get pissed yeah. off at you. Like, uh, like fucking hanging back in a corner, like stalking and looking for the right time to just go in with your hand, like, oh, like the fucking echo of fans eye. Saying that though, it'll probably be worse when folk are getting in for like the continuous elbow. Like, jeez. <laughs> And there's just like that, the guy's just practicing his forearms after the bucket. I, I think we need to take a Wakanda Forever stance. I think that should be the new protocol. I'd be up for that, man. Plus, it's like, you know, it's always good to get a wee Chadwick Boseman tribute in whenever you can, really. Plus, then, like, unless you don't need to touch anyone you don't have to, and I'm all for that. Oh, yeah. See, to be fair, like, can we not just keep social distancing? Like, I, I realised that's not long ago. See, before the pandemic, man, shit was so unhygienic. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's uh, oh, and see how all the antivaxxers are like, well, you've not heard of the flu. And it's like, aye, because everybody's fucking sanitising their <laughs> So, of course, you've not heard of the flu. My mum's one of the antivaxxers. Like, I've blocked her on Facebook. I refuse to talk to her. She's, <laughs> she's actually fucking mental. That's cold blood, you'd block your own, man. Nah, but it's, it's no blood. What's the one? It's like you can take Unfollowed. a break from them. Aye, take a break from them. It's like it's like when you like dump someone, but you say you're going to still be friends. And Facebook's like, uh, all right, cool. How long do you want to not see them? That just like forever for her. Like I'm not fucking looking at anything because she's like, five G's going to kill you. Oh, the vaccines. Bill Gates is trying to. I'm like, get the fuck. 
See, the people that are, like, saying that are the ones that are, like... They'd have been saying it about 4G as well, but now that 5G's a thing, 4G's became fine. Yeah. It's no longer killing you because 5G's killing all the deep folk. She still doesn't think that COVID's a thing, even though I've had COVID. And she's just like, no, you've not. Have you had it? Aye, aye. Is it rough, aye? We think it is. They wouldn't wouldn't do a second. It was when it was like a big, big thing. Um, I had a positive test on a... Like a swab thing that we do at work because we do testing like twice a week, mm-hmm. um, and I just got told to isolate and didn't fucking see anything. Um, couldn't go out to do my shopping. My missus wasn't allowed to leave the house either. We were both isolating together. The house ended up stinking for about two weeks because we weren't even allowed to like, leave the flat to take our bins down. Like it was proper mag. Um, aye, but my mum's like absolutely mental. Still doesn't even get that out. I'm like. She had to drop shopping off at the door and was like wondering why she couldn't come in. I'm like, because I've got COVID and you're like, you'll die if I breathe on you. Because she's fragile. She's got like so yeah. many wrong. Uh, See, my mum is the opposite in the way that she does. Like, she does believe in COVID. Like, she's not a denier. She's got her vaccine and stuff. But like, at the same time, she'll just be like, oh, do you want to come here for dinner? And I'll be like, no, you'll die. <laughs> you fucking die if I do that. But, uh, have you been watching any good wrestling lately in the in the time uh, you have? No, a lot of stuff that's been like on. I've spent most of my time watching like old like nineties WCW tapes. Oh, that's a new one. Everybody often says they've been watching Attitude Era WWE or WWF, but that's the first WCW. I'm trying to watch the stuff that I know like nobody else is watching, literally because I'm just trying to steal moves that folk have forgotten about and I'm like, right, that looks cool, maybe he's doing that. Maybe he's gonna watch this and think of them. Fucking hang on. Like I've got an like a page on my notepad just full of like weird shit that like Lex Clover or Gator used to do that I'm like, I'm I'm pinching that. Like, I'm fucking having that pal, they're not using it. There's one, like, I can't even mind who it was, but it's now my favourite thing and I have to do it. It's like someone ended up on the middle rope, and it's it, like, the way you would if you were going to get a 619. Uh-huh. And yeah. someone just, like, ran at the rope opposite them, like, rebounded, came back, and instead of doing a 619, just did a fucking back senton onto their back. Fuck that. And I'm like, yes. All of it. I mean, I've not seen a lot of stuff, like, that are... Uh like per se in the th- in the sense of like i think it's good mm. but i've seen a lot of so bad it's good stuff recently because i've been um for an episode of this where a couple of guys have got together hey, we're gonna do a, like a review episode of tna so like not impact wrestling or that like specifically early days tna so i goes on youtube i put in some to look, watch some tna and the first ever pay-per-view comes up what a fucking hellish experience <laughs> So, the first match, right, is fantastic talents, AJ Styles, Loki, and Jerry Lynn in a six-man team. And you're like, oh, flying Elvises. And one of them's fucking Jimmy Wang Yang. That was strike one, but then the second match, literally, there was a guy, there was a, a small person who screamed to the backstage interviewer, who, by the way, no one knew who she was at the time. This was just a random lassie that fit the the early 2000s aesthetic 
Um, and this guy who was a small person just decided to scream for midget blood. Like, that's what he said that he wanted. He was like, this is total non-stop action and this is what we want. And I was like, that's not anything you should build a company on. Like, not even norm. Like, not, not even, like... I don't think even any promotion could, like, live off that, but somehow they managed. The amount of times folk have said, like, that they were going to die and they've just kept going. Is oh, yeah, TNA are, like, um, I mean, technically TNA is kind of dead now because ah. it's Impact, but no, that TNA will outlive us all. There was, like, that period where it was Global Force or something, and then... I think Global yeah. Force was a different... It was. They were a different, and then there was like a thing where they took over, and then they changed. They changed CNA to Global Force for a wee while, and the Global Force title was the main title. And then there was that whole weird thing where Jeff Jarrett was trying to sell Hope Gold. And that then, was weird. And then I, got was, a, I got an email actually on that, on my personal email, and it wasn't obviously from Jeff Jarrett, but like, from that obvious fucking pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm Jeff Jarrett, Double G, ain't I great? Do you want some gold? And I'm like, no, I'm alright, I've got plenty. Uh, I, mean, I had a tweet uh, on my old Twitter account, like, absolutely take off, because I had a picture of, um, you know that guy in The Simpsons that tries to sell them the monorail? Uh-huh. I, I photoshopped Jeff Jarrett's face onto him, it was like, I've sold gold to Ogdenville, North Haverbrook, and put them on the map, and by, like, so many retweets. That's the closest I've came to fame in wrestling so far. I mean, I don't want to brag, me and Conan have been known to DM back and forth, so I'm pretty sure we're best pals. And by that, it's usually just the two of us asking each other to listen to the latest episode of our podcast. And he was like, will you listen to it? And I was like, I'll listen, that's spot on. And he went, alright, cool, I've wrote your name down, I'll give you a shout out in an episode. And I was like... Alright, I'll do the same. Uh, I'm sure you care about that, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> can I join LAX, please? I know they're not a hang anywhere, but can I get in? I know I'm as white as A4 paper, but these things happen. But, like, that's that's my... I mean... I've also had... Leo Rush approved of my name for his tag team with Keith Lee, but other than that, I'm unknown in the wrestling world. It was big time Russia wanted to call them. <laughs> exactly, and then they could enter and be like, ah, 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 and it would be amazing. I mean, obviously it would ruin any credibility any of them had, but Leo Rush didn't have that much in the first place anyway, did he? That is a waste of Oh, I know, like, that's, that one hurt. And see, especially recently, it's been coming about that they can't do anything with Andrade. That's... Oh. How do you... How, and Alistair Black, he's literally... One of the best in the world. Like, not just like one of the best of this style. Like, he's literally one of the best in the world. And they're like, I don't know, we'll take your eye out and stick you on main event or something. That'll do. I never got that at all. He was wearing an eye patch and then he wasn't. Like, I thought they were going to do like a solid snake thing or something. The way he was coming out and then just fucking vanished. <laughs> Imagine, I would I would have like a manager for him. I don't know who, but like see how he like to be like Snake, Snake every time he lost. Be like Alistair. I'll do it actually, Vince. If you're listening again, like the last 
four times I've said Vince if you're listening and I don't think you have been because you've no hurt me up I'll manage Alistair Black I'll shout his name when he loses because you're clearly going to make him lose let me pay me that was that was my pitch to Vince McMahon sorry I didn't mean to let it get in the middle of the interview I just do that sometimes <laughs> ah, this is a, this is just a lesson in marketing it's what you do is here's how you get where you want to be you start a podcast make sure that it's a low effort and low quality podcast pitch things to people that aren't listening and step four fat stacks of cash mm-hmm. but, uh, like, I'm thinking about doing the podcast but literally just a podcast on how everybody is wrong about WWE's version of ECW and how it was actually the best thing in the world. I mean, there was some guy, there was some folk in WWE's ECW that I really wish done. Like, do you remember Marcus Corvon? Yes. How the fuck was he not a star? I do not understand that at all. Like, Big Monty Brown. Right? That... That theme song, that smooth one, is still in my gym playlist. Oh, my gym playlist is absolutely chock-a-block with wrestling songs, because I'm like, the best thing I can do is pretend I'm doing an entrance. Yeah. And then I'll be motivated to do more shit. <laughs> Me, like, doing leg presses, listening to that. Just such a tune. Speaking of Jeff Jarrett, but his TNA theme tune was decent. It was like that weird kind of... It sounded like oh, it would be from like a deathmatch wrestler to me. Mine was. Right. Okay. I just remember like the opening guitar bit. And then... None of the lyrics. <laughs> but... TNA had some like... Banging genius. Oh yeah, we were... I was talking about this to um, Jetstream Jack. He was saying that as well. But we came to... We came to physical blows over the virtual screen. Because he said that the, I said that the AJ Styles slower theme tune was the better one, and he disagreed. Um, but I'm obviously right because it's my podcast, so that's how it works. Was that like when you was came that? back and like all oh, you know, or was that? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. No, that was good. He's had like six versions of that. Get ready to fly one. Oh yeah. So it's the, the, I, the I am one really good as well. Yeah. Uh, that, but see, TNA is one of the ones. It's similar to AEW and what they do nowadays, where like their their music is like a batting music, like it's not played over the TV or that. You can just hear it in the arena. And I don't know how I feel about that because like some of them are bangers, man. I get like a lot of them back then were literally just like really bad ripoffs of like. I mean, oh yeah, and like even further back than that, people need to stop, just, just stop kissing Jim Johnston's ass because there was a few good ones, but it was based the ninety nine percent of the the theme songs they made sounded the same. I never, I, I never got the whole hype of it. I preferred like the WCW music to the WWF music when I was like, yeah, I don't know why, like. I think I just, there was folk I liked for each, but then when it moved on, like, I did, there is some Jim Johnson songs that are absolute fucking, like, nobody can deny that the Stone Cold theme song is one of the greatest 
pieces of music that's ever existed. Like, my grand could listen to that, and despite the whole being dead thing, I'm pretty sure she'd still feel like a hard nut while listening to it, do you know what I mean? I mean, the other day on Twitter, like, it blew my mind, someone had pointed out that, like, before Abyss was in TNA, they used his music on, like, six different, like, other folk, and there's a video of, like, Jimmy Wang Yang coming out to Abyss's music. Oh, the weirdest one is, see, when you see Randy Orton coming out to This Fire Burns. Yeah. Aye, they were going to use that for Randy, and he came out to it on, like, a, just a, like, a raw Smackdown. And like, everybody was like, oh cool, Randy's getting a theme tune, and then, no he didn't, because young company man Punk had it. I have never heard that. Oh, I'll send you it, man, it's, it's, I... it just doesn't, see, to be fair, because it's like the WWE product and they just kind of play that, like, mm. on the TV broadcast, it just looks like somebody's dubbed it. But, um, I've got a really itchy nose, by the way, that's why I keep doing that, I'm not just like, just choking for crack while I'm, but... <laughs> That's unrelated. <laughs> that right, have you have you been doing much like non wrestling stuff? I've just been playing a bunch of games. Um Well I moved like in the middle of the pandemic, eh? Like for him moved back into Perfect Five. Uh and so I've been trying to like set up the spare room as like an office for like doing like fucking gaming and streaming and like everyone been looking at setting up my only fans because I need money. Uh, just like, and it's all been like in the spare room because I'm not allowed in the living room because the missus is taking over there. I'm not allowed in there because that's where she plays Warzone. Like it's a total weird opposite situation really. She's the nah, one you just swap the gender roles. Yeah, like she's the one playing Call of Duty, I'm the one in here doing it in yoga. <laughs> I mean, in the Fair City Hooligan household, there is no gender roles. No. We have that in the House of Hyde as well, because... I mean, I'm the chef here. Whether, if, if my girlfriend hears this, she will definitely pull me up about it, but I am the... Sh- I'm the chef. <laughs> for for them that can't see me, I just did a chef's kiss. <laughs> Oh, this is excellent audio coming through this, by the way. I love it. This is fantastic content that better make me lots of money. <laughs> but uh, that's actually, weirdly enough, I've been seeing this since I was on the SWN podcast. That, like, I have been choking to get my spare room sorted into an office. I've got so many things I want to put in places. I've got, like, cabinets to fill with sonic screwdrivers and lightsabers and stuff. But things really important things like sitting on my couch yeah. playing zombie games keep getting in the way and stuff i've just completed the as twitter will know my amazing feat i just completed both state of decays without dying um I... but that's not a particular feat because they're kind of shit games i just kind of was hard about it i just kind of walked about with a machete and if folks st- i just basically pretended it was mark bringing and in the rough ends of North Lanarkshire when I was like walking to school with my machete in one hand and my wee Iron Man lunchbox in the other and just cutting down the the yobs (laughs) (laughs) I just imagined all the zombies in Lacoste trackies 
and it kind of. But that's I've been I'm moving on to Daisy, and I've just I've just been on a zombie binge lately, gaming wise. But like you can't go wrong with a zombie game. I've got like, I've been playing like, PS2 games and like, GameCube games, I've got my GameCube set up just now, I've been playing Time Splitters. Oh, we, that's a, I was speaking about that to, also Jetstream Jack last week actually, but this is basically, if you've heard last week's podcast, this is basically it again. Oh shit, well. And that's alright, last week done well, oh, it's just okay. in a different, different accent, I might do that as a series, as I'll do the exact same podcast but with different accents, we've got... We've got Perth and we've got Lothian and whatever the fuck my weird accent is. <laughs> but, uh, aye, have you, so what kind of other games is it you've been playing other than Time Splitters? Uh, so, Time Splitters, I've been playing Perfect Dark. Been playing a lot of Smackdown, shut your mouth. The best. Yes. Is that the one where you, you get a Darth Vader helmet as one of the character options? Yeah. And, yes. Or, like, if, if you go in the face options and if you choose, like, all option one or option two, or, like, it's got preset faces, but the preset faces are, like, stupid. So it's like, you've got Bill Buchanan, then you've got David Beckham, then you've got, like, it's such obscure choices. For, like, oh, yeah. Like, Shut your mouth. Um, crush Hour. Right. WWF Crush Hour. Fantastic. I have been Amazing. Is that the, is that the one with the, the monster trucks? Yeah. Oh my, I remember that advertising the TV when I was young. And for some reason, like, mum and dad were fine with me having the actual wrestling games, but them driving cars, unacceptable and it won't do. <laughs> It's great, it's just twisted metal, but we like wrestling, I still have not managed to beat, like, the end boss at the end of the tournament is like Vince, when you beat Vince in his like weird like monster truck tank thing, I've still never been able to do it, and that's been going on like, what, the game came out in, when I was like 12, I'm 31, like, too long. Too long. Yeah, so if you're listening, if you're still listening, sorry. Then you're a dick. Stop firing your missiles at me. At me. I've been sorry, sorry for my outburst earlier. That was, that was probably uncalled for. But see if you don't let him win, you fucking arrogant prick. Right? He's been trying for forty years. <laughs> it feels like it. It does. I mean, I actually just got this very day. I downloaded Doom sixty four. Uh, so I have an evening ahead of me, which is probably not going to involve sleep because I'm ab- I was absolutely addicted to that game the first time I played it. Although I'm aging myself as well because like the first time I played it was I mean it wasn't when it came out because I don't know if I was alive when it came out, but like it was definitely not an old game when I first played it. Mm-hmm. So like I'm probably aging myself <laughs> here as well. Right, it's getting to time of year every year I like to try and. There's like this one game that I play like every year and like beast for it. Um, Toonbee. Have you ever heard mm. of Toonbee? Ah, right. I have. Favourite game. And I'll like play it once a year. It'll take me like two days and I'm just completely. But it's like there's three different things in it. 
keep finding these things even now that I like this, but like it's getting to that point of year where I need to start trying to play it again. And I'm like that with Banjo Kazooie. Uh see I never got any like I never got an N sixty four when I was wee. I only got it when I was like twenty hours. Just because like Retro Retro and everyone going on about how no Mercy was like the best wrestling game ever. So I was like, well I'm gonna buy an N sixty four. We also we came to this conclusion the last time when I was talking about games as well, is it like see when you go back and get retro games, like you do really get you find out the difference between retro and dated. Yeah. That was that was a fucking soul crusher when I done it, man. I was like, Listen, Mother Ethel's Dead or Alive 2 is fantastic. We're all gonna play it, you are all gonna like it, and it's gonna be fantastic and then two rounds in I was like Shit, sorry. <laughs> Didn't even need to ruin that, but it's pish and we're turning it off. No, I totally get that. So, in terms of, we'll go back to wrestling because that's probably what folk listen for. In terms of wrestling, so before like the world ended, were you your debut was pretty much like set kind of thing, wasn't it? It was ready, to, all but ready to go. Yeah, for me, it was going to be. Um... It was the first FPW show. Actually, it was a year, like, my, my Facebook memories told me it was a year today since uh, FPWA put out their wee thing saying that they were stopping their, like, physical contact lessons. It's, it, like, the year anniversary of me actually wrestling anyone now, which is depressing. Um, but I know, we were going to be, it was going to be like a, what do you call it, like a, like a trainee show. Aye. Aye, like a wee... Shouldn't show... Aye, like, friend... like the friends and family and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be like a friends and family show uh middle of May in Glenrothes. And we were like starting to like put a card together. Like, Andy knew what was going to be happening and he was like putting bits and pieces and telling people, right, so you'll probably be facing such and such. And then, nah. No. What was the scoop? Can you tell us who you had? I didn't know who I was going to have yet. Um, if you get Omar, be gentle with him, because I like him, but anybody else you can destroy. See, I, I wanted to, like, get my match done in the first half, and then in the intermission sell raffle tickets. Just because that's... The, the raffle's the main event with we family shows. Oh, <laughs> I've heard many a time it's been referred to as the people's main event. <laughs> See, my debut, right, this was such a... If you know my mom, this is like the most mama story. Is that my mom was buzzing that it was a raffle, so she bought like a lot of tickets. Just by pure luck, won a lot of prizes. And by a lot, I mean six <laughs> on the one raffle. But the thing was, so she didn't buy like 30 tickets. She bought like six, but every single one of them won. So she got to the point where she'd, her fifth had went, they shouted for her, her last one. And she was just too embarrassed to go up. She was like, they've got to think I'm at it right now. <laughs> like, that I've got my own raffle book here. Uh, but my parents get uh, some sort of a skirmish every time they're at a wrestling show of mine. So it was just an, it became just an update at the office. One time somebody's, uh, somebody's entrance music started, but the entrance door was also the same door fans left for the toilet. So, like, there was this heels music playing. His tag partner was already in the ring. Even with the, the timing of the music, it was like choreographed that my dad just walks in for Dana P. <laughs> 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 and he done that. 
<laughs> and he done that like the people listening won't be able to see this, but he done like that wee dahing when he's like, <laughs> that like the wee kind of T Rex shuffle. Uh, and then after that, everybody was just like, <laughs> at one point, like I got put out the ring on that show, and people started chatting. That's his da. <laughs> like at that point, I was like, I am mortified. But, uh, aye, so see how when shows are back in that, I take it you'll just be kind of train up a bit and then you're just good to go? Uh, I think, well, I don't even know how much I remember. Like, <laughs> I might need to retrain everything all over again. It's, but... it's like riding a bike. It's the same as having an injury, basically. Like, you just need a wee refresher. And then, listen to me talking like a vet, man. Like, I can't, I, I can't even date in the first place, never mind, forget it. Like, no, I, think, I, think, I think it'll just be like a case of I don't I don't know how long it's going to be until he plans another showcase because since that time he's like he's taken on more students mm-hmm. so we've got like and some have dropped out mm-hmm. so there'll be some that will need trained up and, uh, and there's ones that would have had a match on the card that have gone and they'll need replaced so I don't know how long it'll be, but it should just be like a case of having a run and again, like refinding my characters cracking on. See, people actually give like wrestling such a bad rap in the way that like see how like like folk they just expect you I don't know if you've noticed it, but like folk they just expect you to be like and themselves to be fair like their first day of training they expect to turn up and know how to wrestle like it's such a weird thing like i know for a fact that i'm gonna need some training before i'm doing any shows but like that's nothing today with me and remembering wrestling i'm just shite <laughs> so when, but, like, when i first started doing wrestling I, I turned up thinking i already knew how to wrestle and then got a shot because i had been like doing backyard stuff when i was weak. Uh, in our high school, we had set up a, a fed um, in our high school common room that then resulted in no other years after our year being allowed to use a common room. Um, I think partly in like, because, uh, I ended up doing swan pawn from the top of like, a double stack of coach lockers onto a guy that moved out the way. And then I fell and cracked my head open and got a concussion. And then I think that was like the right, no common room for people anymore. You can't even be trusted. No. To be fair, it looks good. And I, I, I sold it. Oh, I, so like you you were rocking up to like you were rocking up to like your train school and your first day going, listen, I'm already a twenty six time mass school hardcore champion, fourteen time cruiserweight an eight-time heavyweight. I don't need this training. Just book me. We're fucking... We're ready to go. The now. Let's wrestle the now. Yeah. Then I ran the ropes and I was like, yeah, fuck, these are... These are short. Sure. That's a thing. Why does nobody tell you that before you train? Like, nobody tells you running the ropes hurts. Like, I'm... I, I was clumsy when I was wee. Like, I fell countless times. Like, I'll fall on my back and no feeling... Running ropes, no one wants That, that's up. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you on that one, especially because, like, where, where I trained, like, we were kind of led to the, 
the belief that getting in the ring was like a privilege. Mm. So you'd be a bit of the way into your training before you got in the ring. You'd expect to know your way about everything and then you're on the ropes for the first time, very excited, thinking you're John Cena. But then your back looks like you're turning into some weird kind of purple tiger with like the, the three stripes at perfect intervals of each other. <laughs> I know, man, I, I hate that. So, like, what's the kind of... Do you have any... Like, obviously, like, the, your plan will be kind of go anywhere and wrestle every day. That seems to be, like, kind of the, the general. But do you have any kind of... Like, what's your kind of lead goal of wrestling? What are you aiming for? The whole... The whole shebang? Um, Travelling, mostly, I mean, yeah. I want to, like, travel about doing it. Yeah, I, I hate, like, staying in one place. And, mm-hmm. like... I'd like to go all around Europe. Uh, Japan, maybe not so much, just because I, I do not think they would face me. They have like standards and culture, and I do not. <laughs> but if they'd let me go on, like America, um, like if I, if I ever wrestled in the ECW arena, I think I would like die immediately after. It was just sheer. It's. Ring of Honor run that now, I believe. Yeah, like different places have had it. I know um, it was like the CZW yes. for a bit. Mm. Uh, aye, but that, like, if I died in that building, I think I would just like, Bell would ring, I would come and die. And that's it. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, what do you want to do for the match tonight? Uh, come and die. <laughs> You just stand there and pin me if you want, but it'll get bloody messy. <laughs> no, see, that was, I mean, there's a lot of folk, like, like, the whole thing's kind of look, not looked down on, but it's seen as, like, less ambitious if you just want to do this or just want to do this. Like, the only reason I want to do it is to, like, not have to sit in an office all day. Like, <laughs> I'm just here for the bare minimum. <laughs> so, you already aspire to be more than I ever, ever could, or will aspire to be. The main place I want to wrestle is like I, I want to have a wrestling match in Perth, like where I live, so like folk I know can come and see it. Cause like folk I know are cheap, so none of them are going to pay to travel anywhere to come see. But <laughs> just to like look to see me actually do it, it's, it's it, like I, I don't even really mind if I don't go to, like a big name company. Mm-hmm. I say that now. It's obviously, it's obviously something you want, but like, it's, I, I know what you mean. I'm very much the same. Like, like I don't. I, I feel like I'm folk sure. do look at you like a bit of a weirdo. No, like, I say that now. If I get like even like the tiniest little bit of success, I'll probably be like, right, Vince, come on, come on. what are you waiting for? Tony Khan might be listening as well, so we can. Hi, Tony. Um, you've not inspired my age today, so if you want to book me. Uh, or Brent, then you can. Don't book the two of us though, because we, we can't be trusted. We'll have a cat fight in the locker. He'll probably chip me uh, and I'll die, and you'll need to pay the insurance. Uh, so don't. But book one is. Uh, oh, actually, see, speaking of him, I've been like, he has received a lot of flack today for a promo that he cut to Kenny Omega where like, his eyes were closed. And he's stuttering the whole time. And I loved it. Like, I actually did unironically love it. I'm like, nobody who is actually angry can perfectly just, like, not t- like dictate a sentence. 
Like, he's, he's added reality to everybody's like, no, nah, it was shite. And I'm like, oh, I suppose my opinion can get rolled up in a tight wee ball and shoved up my arse then. See, I've not seen that. I've seen all the, like, weird promos he's done for, um, that have been on Impact. Oh, Where he's just, yeah, they've been amazing. Him and just Tony stood there just talking shite about the show they're on. And they're like, nah, come watch our show instead, it's better. Like, it's gold. I think a lot of the time with wrestling, like, you can really see, you, like, you, it, it, when people are enjoying it and, like, having fun with what they're doing, it tends to be a better product. Like, the biggest time you'll see that is if you ever go and, like, see, like, the, the holiday camps, like, you can tell that people are just having fun on their matches, and there's, like, despite not being made to, like, adhere to a wrestling crowd, like, there's still so much you can take for them just by the fact that folk are enjoying them. But it's much more up my street because people react the way they're meant to. Like, see people being edgy and being like, all right, I'm going to boo the faces and cheer the heels. Like, do that by all means, but you're a prick. <laughs> folk kind of do with their tail on their ones and, like, you get a massive pop for a big boot. And I just love it. It's just so up my street. I know, I hate those folk that, like, are like that, but then at the same time... I was like that. I was an arsehole. <laughs> like, one of them fans that would like literally just be like, someone's just called me a cunt. Yes, I love you. Like, worst fan. And then I go in and I'm like, oh, I was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> See, to be you fair, man, I've always been a good little, a good little mark. As they say, I, I've mm-hmm. always cheered the faces, booed the heels and uh, took, uh, there's a selfie that exists of like tiny me with Grado as well, so. Like, I've got all my mark, my mark checks done. Uh, the only thing I need today now is um, talk about how good Roman Reigns is on Twitter with really bad broken English. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's the last bit on the check. I mean, have you actually seen any of the Roman Reigns media in India? Like, he is on, like, you get, like, pound shops. I, I don't know what the, the currency is to, like, give you the equivalent, but, like, Cheap discount shops, supermarkets, street food vans. He's holding the street food on a plate and being like, this is the Roman Reigns street noodles or whatever the fuck they're selling. And be like, ah, yes, this supermarket sells Roman Reigns water direct from his bladder. It's amazing. Like, nobody over there, like, they tried to push Jinder Mahal on the Indian market and all they want is, is the big dog. To be fair, like, I get it. See, I'm a big, it. massive yeah. Roman Reigns fan, so like, I get it too. Yeah, he's, he's like, I've, I, like, I've always liked him, eh? Um, oh no, no, I was like, I, I didn't like him before the Shield when he was in NXT by himself. I've never seen him in NXT by himself. I... It was odd, I didn't get it. He was like, was he not just as generic as you can get? Kinda, yeah. He was like, acting like some big, like, ex-football star, and that he's like bigger than having a wrestle in NXT or something. And I was like, yeah. And then he was, then he was, he was in the like, he was in like the Canadian leagues. Yeah. Like, no disrespect to Roman, sorry if you're listening, mate. <laughs> but that, that makes no sense. He <laughs> didn't like, oh, I'm a real athlete. I came from another sport, and he was like. I hate that. Like, that is my pet hate. Is see how when people come to wrestling for other sports and be like, I've done real sports, I've got, I can 
ace this fake shit. I'm like, oh, you've just fucking dropped the ball on the first hurdle. Like, you've, you've fucked it for everyone. <laughs> I mean, the worst one's Arm Chalmers for that, because we had an argument on Twitter about it. But other than that, I'm MD can do it. Except for Ronda, actually. Fuck Ronda. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, she's never mm-hmm. done anything to displease me in my life. It's just, and I'm sure that like, if I met her or that, I would be more than lovely to her because I'm terrified. But unless she's listening, hi Rhonda. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hope you're having a good day. Uh, hope COVID's treating you well. I hate you. I don't enjoy your work. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, I feel bad. Sorry, Rhonda. I said, like a, a wee boy getting tell off. Like, go and say sorry to Ronda Rousey now. Sorry, Ronda. <laughs> I don't mean to hurt your feelings, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> uh, honestly, you'd be sup- we all we often land on Ronda Rousey. Oh. Except not physically, because she would punch us away with her massive punch hands. <laughs> Again, um, I, why? I don't know why I did. Like, Ronda Rousey is the like the opposite of Savio Vega to me. Like, I like I don't know why I love Savio Vega. I just do, and I don't know why I dislike Ronda Rousey today. I'm really hoping him being on that like the bump thing today results in like someone telling him he's going in the Hall of Fame, like what they did with Molly Holly last week. Honestly, if he gets announced as being in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to make the greatest skit that Twitter's ever seen. I'm going to break every COVID guideline there is to bloody cuddle anybody that I find and be like, it's happening. It's going the fuck down. I'll find him. I'll offer to give him, I'll give him a gift. I'll give him this skull. And I'll say, Savio, this is the skull of the doubters. <laughs> <laughs> they're dead now and you're in the Hall of Fame fuck them and he'll be like yes mate fuck them and I'll be like whoa you sound like you're from Mother Road that was that just that got bad that got that got a weird tangent that's probably the worst tangent I've had actually so far maybe I don't remember the rest so who's your weird like do you have one of them like you know I love Savio Vega and I don't know why do you have anybody like that um maybe like maybe weird like I like have a really unhealthy love for Dusty Rhodes hmm I mean everybody likes Dusty I didn't I was maybe a Ric Flair fan back in the day when I was at the WCCW shows when I was minus 20 years old. Uh, I, was a, I was a large mark for him. But what I actually found, see that like that steel cage match they two had? Yeah. Rick was 40 and Dusty was 38. Like, so like, see this problem of the elderly getting into wrestling too much? It's just happening, like, because I don't, see how somebody can go? I don't mind, but see when you've got like, like AEW are the worst for it, where like, there's just, Oh, it's alright, because we still have Christian. I'm like, no, I wanted Christian to come, do a bare minimum tag run with Edge, end the career in his terms, and ride off into the sunset. I don't want to see him 
on Dynamite? Because that's just a cursed show, the new. <laughs> like, I guess. It's, it's like, WWE's not going to do anything but um, And he's healthy and wants to wrestle, I guess. It, but it's. I suppose it's, that it's, I like. It's not like the ideal situation. It's not what we want to see. But it's all we can really get. Don't get me wrong, who the fuck am I to tell Christian how to fucking end his career, do you know what I mean? Well, I'm pretty sure he's, sorry, my, of my, I have three listeners, four, and it's Tony Khan, Vince McMahon, Ronda Rousey, and Christian. <laughs> sorry, Christian, do what you want with your career, it's fine, I'll no say anything. I'll just let you do what you want, don't come greeting to me. Which you probably won't anyway. <laughs> But no, I get what you mean, because I suppose you can take what you get, but like, I don't, it's nothing on him, per se, like, I, don't, I don't have any problem with him, like, if I'm him and I'm in that position, I'm taking where I can go, but like, I just don't see the, the like, I think it's good, but there's so many better options that you can have these days, the worst one that's just died is Taker, man, like, it got to the point where it felt like they were rolling Taker out eh, a fridge at many a time, being like, go and do something, and it just trembles his way through it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I say he'll ruin his legacy, but then he broke kayfabe, but it turned out he's a really problematic person. So, so like, he ruined his legacy on his own right, so I suppose it's alright. Yeah, but, yeah, at least they got to make a wine with his name on it, so it's all the business Oh, mate, and like, I was at one of these Mania matches, too. I was at the one with, against Roman. See, I know. See that match, like, oh, I'm like, I know it doesn't sound that. I don't know what's wrong with me today, but I'm like such an optimist with wrestling. I genuinely am. And then I was like, I think Roman, he's got the wrestling psychology to be carried. Roman's physically able to carry him. I think it'll be fine. And then five minutes in, I was like, bollocks to it all. <laughs> it went south fast. And I mean, it didn't help with the fact that there was I was surrounded by Florida men. Uh, in fact, no, I wasn't. Because I got to WrestleMania, sat down, me and my pal, both from here. And then the seat next to me was a guy and his son for Easter House. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did we have the same postman? <laughs> but like, uh, have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever been to any like, shows of that nature? Uh, no, no, I've been to... Like, I've been to, like, when WWE's had house shows here, I've been mm. there. Um, I've been to, like, the big ICW shows in, like, Hydro, and I've not really travelled much. Like, I've went down to England for a few. Like, when I was, like, 13, I used to go down for the old 1PW shows. Ah, I don't know about them. That was... a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, that, that was 30, a thing. That went 30, down. 30 year old me drinking a can of Strongbow around the side of a venue, bumping into Spike Dudley. And just. You know. Nah, no big shows, eh? Like, I've. I came close to it. Um, like, I almost got tickets for WrestleMania 30. Uh, at the time, I was like, away to getting married later that year. And I was just contemplating spending all of the money on WrestleMania tickets instead, which in hindsight probably would have been a better investment. 
I it came close, but then I said, "Yo, what if we just like postponed it and did it later and I got WrestleMania tickets?" I'm pretty sure if I went home after that, she would have killed me. So no. I mean, the, to be fair, like the only reason I was able to go was because it's kind of morbid actually. My mum and dad had like a life insurance policy thing from when I was born, so that if I died by the time I reached a certain age, then I could be buried and that could all be taken care of. So like, I got this big massive cash payout for not dying, and it was fantastic. And I was like, do you know what? Telly, Xbox, PlayStation, WrestleMania uh, tickets, flight tickets. I'm skint, fuck. <laughs> oh, it was the best 14 hours of my life. Like, we, um, like, my birthday's in January, so, like, I've always wanted to, like, for my birthday, go to Wrestle Kingdom, because it, like, falls around at the same time. But, like, I waste my money on rent. Um, and, like, I hate that. Uh, for the car, like. I hate when people expect me to pay for goods and services that I use. I, it's such a like, honestly, fuck capitalism, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me free things. I mean, I already get me a free things and I deserve, so it's alright. So, what's your OnlyFans gonna be? Um, Are gonna be a sexy OnlyFans? Because I seen a guy that taught you how to do magic, and I think yeah. if you do magic, that's your route. Not that you're not sexy. But like, I've only ever wanted to subscribe to one OnlyFans, and it was that guy teaching you how to do magic. That's see, I, I never even thought that far. Like, I started to make a page, thinking, right, I'll make a page, and then I'll like, come up with a concept later. And then it was like, right, if you're wanting to make a page on OnlyFans and you want to make money, then you need to like send us a photo of your photo ID so we can verify your own with the OnlyFans. And like, I've lost my passport. And I've not got a new one yet because we just want to get a new one. Kind of uh, so, like, the application died at that point. I was like, oh, right, then, no money for me. I don't know. I might have just, like, done, like, poker into feet. And I've got Trust feet. me, I know poker into feet. I've had this conversation like, so many times. I've got feet. Uh, I've got stuff in the hood, random stuff in the house I can put my feet into. Like, what a business plan. Right? Like... You take one? <laughs> uh, no, so, like, I don't know. I was thinking of or like... Yeah. I mean... Because I still, I still want to take my t-shirt off. So that's an issue. So, like, I totally, like... I'm really intrigued by, like, see how... I don't know why, it's just became a niche that I find really interesting is like non-pornographic only fans. Because like, some people have the most obscure ideas ever, and for some reason it's making people obscene amounts of money. There's a guy who, you've probably seen this one, because this was one of the first big ones, like the guy who will paint a portrait of your pet, but with like... Admiral uh, military gear, like see like that. Who the fuck dreamt that up? Like he must have watched Night in the Museum or something. Be like, oh, paintings, Dugs, that'll do. Like I don't know what I could possibly. Do. I mean, I have a tiny girlfriend, so I could probably just throw her into things and video that. But I don't know at what point. Like if she consents to it, I'm good. But otherwise, I'm pretty sure that's abuse. Uh, and I can't be doing that. 
Definitely, yes. I mean, she lets me have a wrestling moves if I'm in a bad mood, but like, that sounded so bad. <laughs> like, I didn't mean I'll be like, fuck, speed. <laughs> like, I'll just be sitting like all half into a bit. Like, Do I ask you, I mean, I'll be like, aye, I think. See, um, my missus, I was like, here, I think I could do that because we were watching wrestling and Randy Orton had like brought back his punk kit. Mm. And I was like, do you want to like, let me try and do that? I'll like, I'll miss you, but I'll make the noise and it'll be fine. And she was like, aye, alright. So she's like down on all floors on the ground, like next to the rug. And I take a run up, my foot hits the rug, I slip. I fall, crack my head on the floor. I end up kneeing her in the head. Like, it all just went really badly, so now I don't get to practice moves. She's upset. See, I've so far worked safe with mm. with her, so... Uh, but, I mean, to be fair, like, my girlfriend puts up with an obscene amount. Like, See, I'll try and find something like at hand that is unacceptable to her. Right, here we go, right, so... My window, like, as you can see, my window is here. Yes. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, Over 30 Doctor Who DVDs just lined up at this window and you can't see out it properly. And she just ignores it because I can't be bothered moving them. <laughs> like, and, I mean, apart from that, she puts up with the fact that this is my personality and I call out Ronda Rousey on my own podcast. Someone asked me. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to teach them a lesson, and I'll be it. I'll I'll be the one. Somebody's got to talk to him. Again, Rhonda, I'm sorry. I don't know why you inspire this to me. I don't know why you do this, but fucking stupid, right? No, I, I think I'm the same. Like, I think that's why she's like now condemned me to this wee room but she fully draws in and takes out her frustrations on me on like we bloody the American boys. Orion uh, Skinner. Oh. I no, my missus would tanky and skinner that wasn't. Anybody would tanky and skinner the anything that's seen skinner. <laughs> Except for um no. To be fair, I can't oh It's lost to me, but he has this really obscure skill he told me about once. And I mean, it, can't, it must have been so obscure I don't remember it, but I specifically remember being like, turns out Ian Skinner's a man of immense power. And I can't remember what it is, so it's probably, probably not, but it's probably some weird Ian Skinner thing. I need to stop saying Ian Skinner, actually. I need to, oh, I've done it again. <sighs> Ian Skinner. I mean, the reason I'm doing this is just so that if he listens to it, he knows that I'm, I'm aware of him. So that he knows that I still remember he exists, I'm just not checking in on him. Living in your head, Brentham. I'm not... Brent... Brentham. Right? I'll not, I'll not have that kind of chat here. The only person that lives in my head rent for is apparently Ronda Rousey. <laughs> and Savio, of course, they're having a battle for my emotions and... Trust me, boy, Savio's winning. That is, that is a match I would watch. <laughs> I mean, right, obviously, fucking say it they want about his positioning on cards and whatnot. 
nobody can ever say that Savio Vega's a bad worker. If you want to say Ronda's a bad worker, then say it till your lungs turn a different colour, but you can't say it about Savio, man. Plus, he looks like a, he looks like a, just a, a wee happy fella. He still cracks me. Have you ever seen um, the first No Way Out pay-per-view? I have. <laughs> the main event is meant to be Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and the New Age Outlaws against like this super team of Stone Cold, Mick Foley, Harry Funk, and Owen Hart. And Shawn Michaels is like, nah, I'm not wrestling. <laughs> Savio Vega comes out instead. I'm like, this match just, just got infinitely better. Uh, anything, man, like... Plus, I mean, like, even any joke aside, for his age to be gone how he's gone in MLW is... It's just... Like, I can't wrestle that well and I'm 24. Like, I can't wrestle and I'm 24. <laughs> <laughs> so, see how, like, I got... See if somebody's older than me, be like... Oh, you're not that old, I'm older and I'm not even... But I'll be like, listen, I'm not good at what I do. I just do it. Like... It's like art, oh, it's... Uh, somebody might think I'm good, but that somebody's... No, me anyway. <laughs> but, like... So, like, obviously, you said you want to travel. I don't know how I managed to get back in an interview for that, but here we are. So, like, you said you want to travel and all that. Like, do you have any... We'll stick with the realms of Scotland, and or maybe the UK. We'll stick with the UK. Do you have any, like, apart from me, or you can mention me if you want, that's up to you. Dream opponents that you want to knock out, but you can't hit Benny because he's my pal. Oh. Although apparently, like me and you are fighting each other for custody at the moment. I've already got it. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to fight for anything. I've got. Listen. It was his idea. He's the one that said it. He's the one that bloody said to CRK, like, right, Benny on a full match. I think. I think it's just for the bragging rights. I'm still. He's still mine. <laughs> It's still really me! It's not that you're possessive at all. Um, Don't mention his name again. In the UK, like. This could be dream matches, anybody. This needs to be realistic. My my dream dream wrestling match, like, if we're wrestling in the UK, would be like me against Gene Money. Oh, Thanks. I would pay good money. Ah, <laughs> yes! Wait, what, what are we laughing at? I, I don't... don't cheer again, this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, see, I was so unaware of Gene Money until I went and helped out at a disco show, and it was The Undertaker uh, against Sugar Dunkerton, who also, me and Dean Forbes, just have a, a weird love for Sugar Dunkerton because of A, how amazing his name is. And then I got to watch a, pay, uh, I think it was a takeover with him because he was staying at Krieger's house. Turns out he's a really sound guy as well. Yeah. So, like, uh, no, we, I've got a chance to speak to him with helping at this as well. Like, him as well, like him and Gene. Gene mostly because like, I think with my gimmick of being like, just an arsehole, and him having the comedy thing, like having someone to like play off of and me being all like, Did you fucking laugh and like that's, that's <laughs> my... the accent doesn't help I Did <laughs> you fucking laugh at me, eh? I'll <laughs> fucking throw my horn off your judging money, Ken. <laughs> you're, 
Yeah, like that's like my favorite type of wrestling match where there's like a straight guy and a comedy guy. Oh yeah, no, that's my favorite type of tag team is a straight guy and a comedy guy. Yeah, like, like that'd be good. Um, again, like I also like, you know, uh, TK Cooper. Oh, I know TK. TK Cooper, right. we he's staying here the night. I'll go get him. Oh, Aye. Cool. TK. Oh, he's making macaroni oh. cheese. Aye. Him, uh, right. So I really want either wrestle him or tag with him because me and him used to be tag team partners when we e-fedded when we were younger. That's a that's a quite a cool story actually. Yeah. I um like I've known him for like Christ knows about like twelve, thirteen years now. Do you never still talk? Met, I never met him and was gonna meet him like the uh the disco show that was coming up just before like the whole pandemic thing. Uh, 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 the Rumble one. Uh, him and Mambo were meant to be coming in to do a tag match. And I was going to be like helping with like ring set up in that there. And I was like, oh my god, I'm actually going to finally fucking meet him. Well, like him being in New Zealand mm. and all that. Like never happened. And then like, oh, we're going to meet each other. That'd be great. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll book it. I'll start, yeah. a, I'll start a company. I'll save my pennies there and I'll book that. I love bringing people together so that that's actually quite a decent like he's one of the guys that you never hear mentioned in like the dream match scenario but he's fucking really good like like see to be fair i've got a really weird one because like i, I get told it's a weird one anyways but i don't know why but like a genuine shoot my favorite wrestler even before i was in scottish wrestling that is for years has been liam thompson so like I just really want to wrestle Liam Thompson and Stone Malone got to wrestle him and I got to get battered in front of him more again fuck that's another shout out to Stone Malone actually thanks for wrestling my favourite wrestler in front of me neighbor <laughs> <laughs> okay so well can I wrap it up now so where is where are you findable where can everybody find you on the socials Oh, on the socials, sorry, I thought you were right. Um, or you're addressing, you can put your address if you want. I, uh, 30 people, um, so, um, on Twitter and Instagram, um, Brent Carter FCH. On Instagram, there's nothing there because I couldn't be Because there's like nothing there to begin with. And then I couldn't add anything more to it because there's no demo. So, yeah, I'll get a reset. Um, I think I'm that on Facebook as well, like facebook.com slash And then on TikTok, because they somehow let 31 year olds on TikTok and then they put them on a register. They should, I should not be on TikTok. Um, so, but you're only allowed to post cringe? Yeah, oh, I, I did. Um, so TikTok and Twitch, um, Fair City Hillian. Because. Because on them, like, I can post stuff and not be Brent, but also still be Brent, so I can put Brent in there. Nice one. Well, I'll, what I actually intend today is I'm hoping to, like, get you back once you've maybe been wrestling. Like, a while and we can talk about, like, before and afters and, like, expectations and where they were met. Bro, I think that'd be a really cool concept. But for now, thank you very much for joining me. And mm-hmm. thank you, everybody else, for listening. 
upset Ronda. Fuck you, Ronda. Thank you, Savio. Savio tuned in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you tune in the last five minutes of your podcast? He just did. That don't, is... Don't question King Savio, right? A lot of it in this household. And it, not in the Fear City household either. 